Good morning. It is 11.07, and uh, the House of Representatives, are, they're getting ready to have a vote. We're going to find out if McCarthy manages to pull this off. Uh, and you know, based on an interview that we had uh, at the beginning of the program, uh, if he doesn't pull this off in the first go-around, he may not be able to pull it off at all. Uh, we, may, we may end up with a different speaker. Anyway, we'll get to that shortly. But uh, And now I find out from Brian I may have made a mistake. I invited uh, Matt Nichols to come on the program. Uh, but I guess uh, Brian didn't run it. Uh, you know, He didn't approve. Uh, and it probably has to go through the sales department. And it's a shame because it looked like it would be a fun event. Brian. Yeah, it would have been a great event had they yeah. publicized it in advance. You know, yeah. And by doing contacting the sales part department in advance, we could have, you know, come out with all yeah. kinds of different we'd have a commercial made for yeah. it and then we then we'd have Matt on the program and uh did, Brian, do you know where the event's being held? I don't right off the top of my head. Do you I know, know anything? No, I don't know anything about it at all. Well I just heard that it was get, gonna be a pretty cool fundraising event. That's, yeah, do you mind if I ask Matt? No, go go ahead. Right. We can Matt uh, Matt Nichols with us. Matt, welcome, how are you? I'm great, Gary. How are you? I'm doing well. So what's this event uh, all about? What's it for? So, Gary, uh, here not all that long ago, uh, myself and a couple other folks uh, started a uh, nonprofit, what we're calling First Responder Support. Uh, you can get some details about it at firstrespondersupport.net. Uh, and basically, we've, we've really got uh, not a... a a wildly broad mission, but but we do have a fairly broad mission uh, to support first responders in Boone County. Um, and in February, we're holding an, a, a, our first fundraiser event to help uh, financially support our mission. Yeah, see that, Brian. You're right. I, I, it should have gone through. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of thinking that uh, this is a paid announcement. Yeah. Uh, but it is going to be in February. Did you hear what date, In Brian? February, I didn't. know. February what date again? Uh, it's February the 16th, and it's actually, we're going to have it uh, in downtown Columbia at the atrium. Oh, wow. See, now you have plenty of time to get a hold of the sales department and an announce this event. Yeah, well, yeah Brian, I, you're the creative guy. Yeah. Uh, you do ads all the time. Uh, give them an idea what it would sound like. Oh, wait a minute. You don't know what time it starts. No, I, I need all the bullet points in front of me. And if you could, like, give me a little bit more information, maybe I could put something together. Yeah, for sure. So it's actually, uh, it's going to be a 6 o'clock event. Uh, it's actually going to be hosted uh, by our, our good friend, uh, former Mayor Brian Treese and his wife, uh, Mary Phillips. Uh, it's going to be a, a pretty uh, creative event. We're going to have some celebrities. Uh, to, to include some uh, local celebrities and even some uh, nationally and internationally known celebrities, uh, along with uh, some local first responder uh, uh, agency leaders, if you will. Um, some of our uh, celebrities are going to be like Dr. Choi from the university, uh, Caleb Rowden, who's a U.S. senator or uh, state senator, uh, Alex Dimsick. Uh, who's a former Mizzou uh, quarterback and a, and a uh, New York Times bestselling author, uh, Adam Boster, uh, who is uh, uh, a local uh, movie producer. Um, 
and we're going to have uh, a lot of our, our local agency CEOs, if you will. Sheriff Kerry has committed, uh, Chief Jones uh, from CPD, uh, Chief Barr uh, from the Columbia Fire Department. Um, we have just got a ton of people that are uh, that, that are going to be involved. Uh, in, in fact, uh, Brandon Rathard, uh is going to be uh, uh, be one of our celebrities. Uh, wait, 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 wait a minute! You, you, you're coming on my show to tell me that Brandon Rathard is going to be one of your celebrities. Did I hear my Hello? name? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> oh, where did he come from? Oh, get out of my studio, you, Matt, you radio hog. Matt Nichols from <laughs> CPOA First Responder Services? Absolutely. And, and, and I wanted to, I actually, part of the reason I wanted to come on is I wanted you to, to be a, a celebrity host, Gary, if, if, if you were willing to do that. <laughs> All so right, I take back everything I was thinking about you, Matt. You know, and I don't blame Matt for wanting me. I mean, I'm dashingly handsome. <coughs> Incredible. <coughs> Brian, you okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, uh, Matt, Matt, let's get some more details out there. Uh, time, location, uh, you're going to have a reverse raffle, is that right? Uh, so, yeah, so it's, we are going to be, uh, we are going to have an auction, but it, it's going to be Thursday, February 16th, uh, 6 o'clock at the atrium downtown. Uh, we are going to have, like I said, we're going to have a lot of uh, really cool stuff going on. Uh, we are going to have uh, a, a large raffle and a, and a small, uh, small raffle. It's going to be more of an auction uh, to help raise money for the uh, for the organization. Uh, FirstRespondersSupport.net is our website. We have tons of information. Uh, that's where we're uh, taking donations. We're selling seats. Uh, we have some sponsorship. Uh, we do have some founder sponsors that uh, uh, have already uh, written checks for us and, and been a part of uh, really kind of helping us get this thing off of the ground and going. Um, but, but it really is going to be a, a, f a phenomenal event. Uh, and uh, the, the best thing is we're, we're going to really touch the, the lives of uh, a lot of first responders here in Boone County. What are some of the things that you're uh, raffling off? Uh, I don't have a list as of yet. Uh, I know that we have solicited from uh, a lot of business owners here locally. Uh, but but, but with the folks that are putting it together and helping us organize, uh, I, I can only imagine it's going to be top-notch. All right. It sounds like fun, except for the Brandon Rather part. But... <laughs> Um, but it uh, it sounds like a great deal. Yeah, of fun. Matt, I'm afraid that is a paid announcement, so we're not yeah. going to be able to reveal Can't. any of those details that you just talked about. I'm, no I apologize. problem. I, Sorry. Yeah, I apologize. I'll uh, I'll make sure that we uh, we get a hold of the sales department and do it the right way. All right, appreciate it. <laughs> okay, Matt, thank you. For sure. Best of luck. Thanks, Take guys. care, Matt Nichols. Uh, it does sound like a fun event, and of course you can't go wrong. I got to tell you, I've known Brandon Rather now for several years. He's a lot of fun. Uh, he's got a great sense of humor, and uh, you get a chance to meet him, you will enjoy his company. Um, and he now owes me a lot of money, because it, it wasn't easy choking that out. He handed it over to me, and I'll make sure you get it. It, it never works that way, Brian. It, no? It, you're, money goes into your hands, and then I never it never comes out. Huh, it, that's weird, because I send those checks all the time. 
You didn't get them? <laughs> it's in the mail? Yes. Is that right? <laughs> All right. Like that invisible painting, you know? <laughs> yes. People don't even know what you... There was a guy who, who literally made, allegedly, it was a sculpture, I believe, uh, an invisible sculpture and sold it for like seven figures. <laughs> and it was nothing. It was... He sold nothing for... I'm jealous of the guy. You know what, Brian? I have a sculpture here. Uh, <laughs> it's in the car. I will sell it to you, and it won't cost you. I'll sell it to you for a thou. Okay, perfect. And you can put I mean, it anywhere you want. I will send you the check. <laughs> <laughs> you could put this right in front of your television set, yes. and it won't interfere with the picture. <laughs> your neighbors will be so impressed. Oh, look at that beautiful statue. <laughs> All right, up against the clock. Find out, we'll find out what's going on in the house. It's the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. <laughs> Will McCarthy be the next Speaker of the House? Let's uh, dip in. Mike Gallagher, Republican from Wisconsin, is uh, talking right now. about. Nom he's actually nominating McCarthy. Let's listen. Republicans, an opportunity to inject some basic common sense into the federal government to pull the emergency brake on a lot of the crazy we've seen in the last few years. They're asking us to do a job and nobody has laid out a plan, a proactive policy agenda for the direction we want to take this country in more detail than Kevin McCarthy. You all had an opportunity to provide input into that plan. And the irony of this current moment and this debate we're having is that on the big stuff we all agree, right? We want to secure the border. We don't want the executive branch to do everything through a pen and a phone. We want to work with our Democratic colleagues when it comes to standing up to our enemies abroad, right? There are basic things we know we need to do. It is time to get to work. So. You might tweet out some more popcorn emojis. I get it. You might write your headlines. But what I see right now is energy. A tremendous amount Mike Gallagher of is uh, speaking right now on the floor. He is uh, nominating McCarthy to be Speaker of the House. He's talking about the Democrats who apparently uh, are, you know, trying to fundraise off of this and saying that the Republicans aren't ready to lead. And they're eating popcorn, uh, just sitting back watching it all happen. And, oh, gee, aren't we better than everybody else? Uh, and he's, uh, he's bringing that in uh, into the conversation. Uh, I, I, he's right. Uh, democracy is messy. And w what we're witnessing here, and I don't know if I'd call this really a democracy, but we're watching the sausage being made. Uh, who's up next, Brian? I think we've got, uh, let me see who's uh, being introduced next. Bring up the audio if you could. Clerk, I rise to nominate Hakeem Jeffries as Speaker of this House. Oh, boy. There's the Democrats. The gentleman is recognized. Madam Clerk, make no mistake, there is no frustration on our side. This is a Democrat from California, Pete Aguilar. In order to do that, 
We have to unite behind a speaker, and Democrats are united behind a speaker who prioritizes putting better-paying jobs in industries of the future. All right, let me uh, let me do it. Let's. Uh, yeah, all I'm going to do is vomit uh, if I have to listen to this idiot. Uh, let me do this. 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. I'm not sure exactly when the vote is going to take place. They're starting to, you know, throw out nominations. Uh, but we will carry uh, part of this. It is history in the making. This hasn't happened in uh, over 100 years. Uh, but it is happening. Uh, and you ought to be witness to it. You'll be able to tell your kids you heard it. Uh, let me go to the phones here. Roger is on the line. Roger, welcome. How are you? Hey, doing great, Gary. Hey, I'm watching that um, speaker debate. Uh, at the same time, I'm listening to you, so you can't find me. Um, All right. You missed I gotta, the I best you... part. Uh, you I... missed the best part of Gallagher's uh, speech. Well, I I didn't, but I couldn't air it all. But if you right, hang okay. on, we got Chip Roy up. Let's uh, let's hear that audio. Uh, Roger, okay. hang on. I'll, I'll bring you back in a minute. For what purpose does the gentleman from Texas rise? I seek to place a nomination for speaker. The gentleman is recognized. Yesterday, my first vote for Speaker of the House was for Byron Donalds. Today, I'm rising to nominate Byron Donalds for Speaker of the House of Representatives. Byron is a dear friend, a solid conservative, but most importantly, a family man who loves dearly his wife Erica, his three children, has a proven track record as a businessman, public service in the Florida legislature, and now as a member of the United States Congress. Now, here we are. And for the first time in history, there have been two black Americans placed into the nomination for Speaker of the House. to see how this unfolds. Chip Roy is up making the case. He's just throwing another hat in the ring. Uh, and he is uh, a black uh, congressman from Florida. Uh, we'll see where that leads. Roger, go ahead and finish what you were going to say. Yeah, just before he cut into um, Gallagher's speech, he mentioned that the Congress is not in charge, the Supreme Court is not in charge, and the President is not in charge. The people of the United States are in charge. And every Republican in, in the chamber stood up and applauded while every Democrat sat on their hands. I well, that's yeah, that's because he's a Republican nominating a Republican. Well, that's the founding of our country is the people are in charge. And apparently the Democrats don't believe that. Yeah, they. it, it was more just pure politics. It wasn't you know, an indicator of whether they believe it or not, though I, I think they believe they are in charge. Uh, I yeah. think it was more a matter of uh, he's a Republican nominating a Republican, and we're not going to stand up and applaud because we're, you know, we're fighting for the speakership here. 
you know, that but, being said, I think Brian Donald would be a Donald would be a very good uh, candidate for speaker. I've seen him many times on TV. He's interviewed. He's intelligent. He's quick thinking, and I think he'd be a good choice. Well, we're going to have to watch and see what happens here. But uh, if if uh, McCarthy doesn't win it on the first round, I am told if you were listening to the program in the first half hour uh, by a reporter from. Uh, uh, what's the name of that newspaper, Brian? Epic Times. That it it could just evaporate right out from under McCarthy. So we're kind of waiting well, for that it, first vote. From what I understand, there's a chance that even Jeffries could get the uh, speakership if yeah. enough people just don't show up to vote. Yeah, that would be if the Republicans don't show up to vote and the Democrats maintain their numbers. It's possible yeah. that he could end up winning. But I don't think there's a Republican uh, elect uh, in the House that isn't uh, isn't there. Yeah. All right. Roger, thank you. Okay. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Now, I'm sure all the Republicans are there. Let's, uh, let's, let's uh, dip into Chip's speech. More or less. We should debate whether it should be paid for. We should debate what the result we should demand. The only way you're going to get that is, is if you change the rules and have the leadership to advance the rules to make sure that we can do that. Now, we've had a conversation for two months to try to advance the ball, and we have had success in doing that. But we're not there. We're not at the place where we need to be to guarantee to guarantee that we're going to be able to stand up in the face of the swamp that continues to step over the American people on a daily basis and spend money we don't have and to continue to leave our borders open and to continue to fund bureaucrats that are stepping over the freedoms of the American people. Byron will stand up and do that. By Byron has a track record of doing that. And importantly, when we're sitting here today and we continue this debate and we then have a vote, I just ask my friends on this side of the aisle, do you think that the American people support the status quo? Yes or no? Do you think that the American people want us to continue down the road of what we've been doing? Do they want us to continue to do the things since the leadership that's currently in place have been in place do you think they want us to continue down that path? And the argument that I would make is that they want a new face, new vision, new leadership, and I believe that face, vision, and new leadership is Byron Donalds, and I'm proud to put his name into nomination. And I yield All right, so Byron Donalds, uh, that hat has been tossed into the ring. Uh, the vote will be coming up soon. We're going to try and carry that. Uh, it, hopefully we'll get uh, to that first vote. Uh, before we run out of time. Uh, but I agree with what Chip Roy just said. I I think most Americans are not happy with the direction that, uh, at least most Republicans, I think, are probably not crazy about the direction that the Republicans have been going. Um, a serious question for you. How, I feel like my voice just changed. A serious question. Do you think the Republican Party has been moving in the correct direction? Give me a call, 874-9390, 800-529-5572. The vote is on. This is The Gary Nolan Show. 
It is 11.35. Glad to have you with us. Uh, we had Mark Tapscott on <clears throat> this morning, uh, and he is a, a reporter that covers Capitol Hill. And he, he, he writes for the Epic Times, a terrific newspaper. And he said that if McCarthy doesn't get the votes he needs in the first go-around, then there's an, a much greater likelihood that he never does. Uh, so they're doing their vote right now. And uh, McCarthy has 30. Jeffries has 26. Others, which would be these uh, uh, anybody but uh, those two, I guess, are up to four. If they, if they get one more, then McCarthy does not have it again. Uh, and that could start a cascade. You know, if if they see it's a stalemate, then maybe they, you know, start thinking in terms of, well, somebody else. My question for you, if you're a Republican, is are you happy with the direction the Republican Party has been going? Are you satisfied? Have they done your bidding? I assume if you're a conservative, a Republican, you want smaller government. Uh, you you want more control over your own life. Uh, you you don't want uh, your freedoms to erode any further. There's the others five now. Are they up to five? Yep. That's it. He can't uh, he can't win it this this go around. It's it's out of unless uh, some Democrats come across and vote for McCarthy. But yeah, there we go. But that's not going to happen. Now six. Yeah. Here's the, here's the new magic number for me, Brian. Yesterday, they had somebody leave McCarthy and join with the others, and it brought them up to 20. If it grows from 20, if they, even by one, I think McCarthy is toast. And we could very well know that before the end of the program today. You asked a question a minute ago about Republicans and whether or not you're satisfied with the current status quo. Yeah. And I guess you should ask yourself the question, uh, how many Republicans voted for the last spending bill, the $1.2 trillion thing that just passed? 1.2? Was that they did? Did they reduce that? I thought it was 1.7. Is it 1.7? Okay, I misspoke, but whatever. How yeah. many Republicans said, yeah, this is what we want? Yeah, leadership. I mean, there you go. They're particularly disgusting that it happened in the Senate, uh, that Roy Blunt was on board with it. How does this guy, how does this guy sleep at night? But this is the House of Representatives, uh, and uh, this is the big vote. It, it's up again, right? We got seven? Yeah, seven now. Seven. We're, here's here's what, what I'm looking for. I'm looking for more than 20. He started off they, when they did their first vote yesterday. I think it was uh, he was down by 19. By the time they finished their third vote, he was down by 20. If that number continues to increase, that's bad news for McCarthy. And, uh, and, and we're a little ways away from finding that out. We probably will have the answer... Before this half hour is, is, uh, has wrapped up, I would, love, I would love to see these guys stand firmly and quite literally 
turn it around. I would love to see them successfully get a true conservative to be the Speaker of the House. Someone who, you know, you know, like Chip Roy, uh, someone from that mold. That would really shake up Washington. And it needs to be shook up. And I'll tell you right now that if the Republicans were somehow to take the Senate, I wouldn't want Mitch McConnell uh, to be in control. I think these are old school, compromising, been in there too long Republicans. And I think there's a chance, there's a small chance that these conservatives will be able to turn that around. Now, they will be vilified. Even if they win, they will be vilified. There will be, you know, nobody is going to stand behind them uh, on the right. They're going to be vilified. Uh, We're up to eight others. Uh, McCarthy's at 44, Jeffries is at 57, and others is at eight. And, and, the, and you know, something else that occurs to me, Brian, is that uh, there may be some Democrats who are not Jeffries fans who could also be, you know, voting for others. Could be, yeah. Right? I don't know if there's anybody else nominated uh, on the Democrat side. But right now, Jeffries is actually ahead. <laughs> so what is the next step here? If McCarthy can't pull this out because others are now up to eight I mean, what's the next step? They've got to do it all over again. They're going to have to go in the back room and talk to each other and try and control. Well, they did and that convince. last night. Yeah, well, they're, they're going to keep doing it until they can come to some consensus. I don't think there's going to be a consensus. Well, People have got their heels dug in, and, you know, I don't think they're going to move anybody. I don't know. Uh, it, it, it could start to swing the other way if... If McCarthy starts to lose ground, if if he gets, uh, if if he loses, um, right now he's his high uh, his low water mark was twenty. If it turns out twenty one, twenty two people go in the opposite direction of McCarthy, I think he's toast. He doesn't have the the power behind him to make this thing happen. This is history in the making. We haven't seen this in over a hundred years, and it's happening right now. Maybe this is, you know, the change we've all been waiting for. We'll find out. Uh, We'll keep you up to date on this. 874-9390. Toll-free number is 800-529-5572. My question is, do you think the Republicans have been headed in the right direction? Do you think they've shown the kind of leadership that you respect? Is it the kind of leadership that you've wanted or have they been sort of, well, just compromising too much? 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. We, uh, we, will, uh, we will see. Uh, we think the vote could happen as early. It could be wrapped up as early as the top of this hour. And we'll stick with it. We'll, we'll keep you apprised. All right, up against the clock, quick break, back to take your calls. 
Gary Nolan Show's Zimmer Radio Network. It is 1148. We're keeping track of the vote for House of Representatives uh, for the Speaker. And uh, McCarthy is at 84. Jeffries is at 80. No. I, what are your numbers showing? I'm on the other side of this. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, 87 McCarthy, 83 Jeffries, and 12 others. Yeah. Uh, if, if the others expand beyond 20, McCarthy is going to be in real trouble. Uh, he's actually in trouble right now uh, because he is not, he's not locking us up on the fourth vote. This, this could get really, really ugly as time goes by. We'll keep you up to date. In the meantime, Dave is on the line. Dave, welcome. How are you? I'm fine. How are you, Gary? I am well, thank you. Okay, good. Uh, I would leave the Republican Party uh, if there was a true conservative party that would uh, form. Uh, the Republicans have done nothing uh, for a long time. And uh, we, we've got too many uh, rhinos in there. And uh, just and they, they agree more with the uh, Democrats than they do with the uh, conservatives. So they're not doing your bidding. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Look, just look at our nation, for God's sake. It's, I mean, <laughs> uh, they they bow to everything. You know, Mitch McConnell needs to go um, uh, in the Senate, and uh, we, we need a new leader uh, in the Congress. Yeah, what um, we need is somebody with some fire in the belly. Yeah, a, a set of gonads. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll put it, that's a rough way to put it. Yeah, but it's the accurate way to put it. Dave, thank you. Yeah, can I say one more thing? Yeah. Okay, uh, yesterday morning, my wife and I were driving along, uh, going down to Versailles, and you had a lady on that was uh, talking about uh, being fat, and uh, we got a good uh, laugh out of that. I would have called in, but um, I was traveling. I was afraid I'd get out of distance and in a breakup there anyway the the new word for the fat for these gals is uh thick they call themselves thick yes. now not not fat <laughs> yeah thick or then there was the big beautiful bbw <laughs> was another one for it i haven't heard that one <laughs> yeah all right dave thank okay. you glad to have thank you in the gary nolan show look nobody in spite of what this i don't know if i i'm not going to play the audio from yesterday but this woman was complaining that if you try to lose weight, you're fat phobic and all these things. The truth of the matter is, she probably has tried to lose weight and can't. And I don't want to be cruel about this. I don't think anybody wants to be fat. Uh, I, don't, I don't even think she does. I think she would love to be able to eat what she eats, exercise whatever the way she's been exercising or not, and be svelte. But she's not able to accomplish that. So instead, she's gone the other way and said, this is uh, perfectly normal and acceptable, and if you don't like it, you're the one who's got a problem. It's not easy losing weight. It is not easy, and I understand the problem. I mean, I've, I, I was uh, 300, what, 310, almost 315 pounds at one point. And I have to work at it constantly. I can, I can never let go. I've got to watch it, uh, make sure that I, you know, stay on track. And I've been successful. But if you're, if you're not svelte, if you're not thin, uh, you're no less a person. Uh, no less lovable. 
And, and uh, you know, I don't want to make fun of people who have a weight problem. And, I, and that wasn't my point. But the idea that you would um, shame argue, others yeah, for wanting to lose weight and to accomplish their goals is absolutely pathetic. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. But that's, essentially, that's the way the, the left work. Um, anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, question for Gary. What do you think now the vote is not going McCarthy's way after Trump endorsed him? Does this say something about a conservative's place value on Trump's input? I actually think that uh, Donald Trump's um, hold over the Republican Party has been diminishing. Um, it's my own, and I know there are a lot of Trump fans out there who are solidly behind him, and I understand that. I just think that he has muddied up the water so much for himself that Republicans are, are, are beginning to kind of shy away. Doesn't mean that he doesn't have input or strength. But I think the midterm elections were part of his problem. Uh, I mean, he, he really turned away some good candidates that could have won in Pennsylvania, uh, would have been easier to win in Ohio. Uh, and he's his word is just not as strong, I think, as it once was. It's still strong, though. I mean, it's still plenty strong. I'm not saying that he's... Uh, he has no no power at all over uh, Republicans. He does over lots of them, uh, and I'm not sure that that's a reflection of what's going on with McCarthy. I think I think the problem with McCarthy is the real conservatives are tired of being ignored. The real conservatives are tired of you know watching as everything slips through their fingers and nobody is doing anything to fight to change it. And they want changes. They want to roll back the lunacy. I may not agree with everything that, that they are in favor of, but I am in favor of a lot of what they're supporting. Uh, what do you have for account right now, Brian? I got 12 others. I have uh, 118 McCarthy, 115 Jeffries, and 12 others. So we got 230 roughly votes now, 120 in. McCarthy, 115 Jeffries, 12 others. Yeah, he's, if this, it's going to be rough sailing if, if it's just 12. But if it goes beyond 20, then it's, it's it, you see, if it, stays, if it stays under 15, that means that these conservatives are, are getting weak in the knees. Uh, they're they're starting to feel the heat up or up to thirteen. Yep. Yeah. Um, if if it's if it stays under fifteen or sixteen or under twenty even, uh, then they're they're not gaining steam, and it's I think anybody's game, but it's going to be tough for McCarthy at this point. We'll just keep watching as the uh, as the numbers get uh, tallied up. And uh, we'll keep you up to date. Did you know that General Mark Milley hid the nuclear codes from Donald Trump? Had secret calls with Chinese defense officials, then surrendered to Taliban and armed them with $80 billion in U.S. weapons? 
according to the book Peril, uh, Bob Woodward um, wrote this thing. General Mark Milley, Joint Chiefs Chairman, told China in a secret phone call that he would give advance warning if the United States was ever going to attack. Now, I remember that. In a pair of secret phone calls, October 20th and January 8th, General Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, assured his Chinese counterpart um, that the United States would not strike, according to a a new book uh, that is uh, out right now. Uh, On January uh, 8th, 2021, same day Milley reported... I reportedly spoke to China in a secret phone call. CNN ran a story claiming Pelosi had gotten assurance from Milley. There are safeguards in place in the event President Trump wanted to launch a nuclear weapon. According to Fox News, 15 people were present when Milley called China on the teleconference uh, October 2020, coordinated with them uh, and uh, with then-Defense Secretary Mark Esper. You know what they're trying to do is they're trying to paint Trump as being so crazy, so out of control, that he would have started a nuclear war. And this is what we had to do to save you. Uh, You know, he did some great things. He did some awful things. But I don't think he was going to start a nuclear war. And this is a guy that, that essentially didn't escalate war anywhere. How condescending of Milley to hide the nuclear codes. Absolutely condescending and, frankly, I would argue, illegal. Now we're up to 14 others. I see that. One more. Yeah. Um, well, actually, they got up. To, what did they get? They got up to twenty yesterday, didn't they? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, they they start and they started off with just five. So, uh, but they, but they've got to hang on to that twenty and or gain a seat for this to be the end of McCarthy. If that happens, if they come up to twenty one or better, I don't see how McCarthy pulls it out. I think that's a sign that people just don't think he's got it. And he's already moved into the Speaker's office. That's pretty confident, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say so. All right, you're going to have to keep listening in. Glenn Beck's coming up, Sean Hannity, Randy Tobler. You're listening to the Zimmer Radio Network. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. Seize the day. Carpe diem. Glenn, baby. My name coming home.